You're tuned in to Find Your Flow, a podcast about rising from the tough stuff and taking back your life. I'm Kristen Cho, and I know what it's like to believe you have failed so badly that you're officially out of time, ideas, and support. I also know what it feels like to finally shut that shit down. I started this podcast for women like me who were ready to quit quitting on themselves because I believe that no matter what you've been through, you still get to show up and bring your dream to life. And I'm going to help you do it. I'm going to tell you to stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and find your own flow. I'm going to support you as you overcome everything that holds you back and show you how to design life rhythms that keep you growing. Mostly, I'm going to encourage you to take back your power and just be unapologetically you. My intention is to help you see beyond the things that stand between you and your vision so you can wholeheartedly heal, recover, and reclaim your life. It's a great day for a comeback. Let's get to it. Good day, friends. Thanks so much for being here. I'm thrilled to have you today because I'm talking about something that means a great deal to me. And so um, the fact you pushed play today is hella awesome. Um, We're going to be talking about magic today. We're going to be talking about remembering our magic. What the hell that even means. Why it is um, just a guiding mantra in my life right now. And how it sparked my desire. Okay. To just rush every fear and failure I've ever held. And um, why I want to continue to do that and take as many women with me. Okay. So I'm I'm going to be um, spilling a bunch of uh, yummy details for you today. But first, um, I want to run through a few housekeeping things because I've got some um, some stuff in the works that I just wanted to put on your radar. The month of June is going to be a little busy. I'm kind of excited about it. And so give me a few minutes here to just kind of let you know what I've been working on. Number one, okay, the Loft newsletter. This is my my bulk newsletter this and this message to everybody that has ever done anything with me and I recently turned it into an online community through the mighty networks listen I love writing I love sending letters out to people I love correspondence but even in the intimacy of a newsletter I was missing some of that discussion that I desire I was missing the feedback even if you could reply to an email I still couldn't get all these cool ass people I get to talk to, you know, one-on-one like that to talk to each other. And even if you could comment on the same thing on like an Instagram post, it's just not the same. Like I really want you guys to know each other because you're all so freaking awesome. So uh, when you go into the loft right now and uh, any email that I send, you know, from, from now on at the very bottom there's going to be a link to join the Mighty Networks um, room for you. And it is, it's semi-public in that like there isn't a really, there isn't a lot of gatekeeping. It's just for the people who are already on my newsletter. So I know that they already enjoy what I'm talking about. I just don't have it uh, going out to the masses because I don't know, you just don't want random people coming in um, when we're having like discussions about stuff that might mean something. Um, it's still in the growing phase, but I do see this becoming a place where we eventually just treat it like we're hanging out, you know, um, on the back porch or, you know, in like the upper area and it's just real private and cozy and good. And so I want to keep that, um, as safe as possible, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So 
The way you can access that is any email that will come from the loft from now on will have the invite at the bottom. And if you don't already have an account for Mighty Networks, you just click on, set one up real quick, and you'll be in. And um, so that's always happening. Number two, during the month of June, I'm actually working with a client to help her relaunch her business, which I am actually pretty freaking excited about. This is how the Flow Suite started, actually. And then it has veered off and became um, what I always dreamed it would be. However, I cannot shake my desire for some yummy copywriting and um, like working with websites and helping people, um, you know, grow their newsletter or launch their products or services. And so this person reached out and asked for help. And of course I had to jump on this opportunity and it wasn't just to be able to do the work, but it was also because I really love her business and her vision for it. And I want to be a part of good stuff like that. Now, because I have that energy, like kind of priming the pump right now, I wanted to extend that offer to others. So if you are launching a business, if you have something in the works, if you have a service you want to offer, um, if you already have something and you want to give it a facelift, this is a, um, a full service kind of rebrand where I can take you through some copy revisions. We can give your site a refresh. We can create some lead magnets if that's your type of thing. We can work on um, creating workbooks for your course, anything like that. This kind of work is something that I only drop here and there when I know that I have the capacity and the energy for it, and now is one of those times. And so if this is something that you think uh, you could benefit from, all right, if you want, you can first schedule an alignment call with me where we can just talk it out. We can see if we even vibe with each other, okay? And number two, from there, you can go ahead and apply to um, receive more information about this, and we'll see, you know, if this looks like a good fit. That link will be in the show notes and um, no obligation during our call. We just want to get to know one another and make sure that that would be a partnership that would benefit everybody, okay? And um, finally, which will properly lead us into today's talk, find your flow. All right, this is my rhythm reclamation journey. This is what I started months ago for myself. I mean, last year, what I created for myself. And it has evolved. It has gone through a few different transmutations since then. And it is now a 12-week group journey. The few versions that I've already done with just a, sim a single month have been awesome. But the feedback has revealed that more time is needed. That more time would be beneficial. Because the people that went through it for the first month said they loved it, but number one, they felt like it was rushed because we're covering a lot in a short period of time. They also said they loved it, but they wish they had more time to apply the things they were learning. So they didn't just feel that they were bouncing from one heavy topic to another too quickly, but they were also feeling like they didn't really have time to just like sink in and, and like do the work. And then they also were reaching out to me long after the fact because some of the stuff they were continuing doing on their own after that group had ended, it was now starting to come to life in their, in their mind and in their soul. And all I could think was, oh my gosh, we should still be together. It's kind of like that fourth trimester experience women talk about after pregnancy or they're like, the baby's here, but I still very much feel like, you know, they're inside of me. Like it's still such a, there's still such a closeness there. Like we haven't separated at, at the deepest levels yet. And so this is my answer to that. I hesitated to create a 12-week program for reasons that are just like part of the stuff I get to work out in my life. But the more I thought about it, 
the more I came to terms with the fact that that was me deciding that people would not want to spend that much time working on themselves. And who the hell am I to decide that for someone else? It was also me deciding that I didn't have enough to share. And how could I even decide that if I hadn't even tried yet? And believe me, I have more than enough content. I've begun to break down 30 days into 12 weeks and there's I, I could keep going. So three three months is is even just being a little careful. And also, who was I to decide that women didn't want the community aspect for that long? And I've benefited greatly from groups that extended. And so I've just realized that this is another gross growth opportunity for me to just put what I know will work out there, what I absolutely know I've, I've benefited from, what I know I love, what I know I want to do, and simply let those who align come in. All right? Um, so part of that is making sure that I lay enough groundwork for people to understand exactly what they're stepping into. I'm one to just throw shit out there because I'm so fucking excited about it. And I always want to be like that. Like that will never end. <laughs> so strap on. But the thing is, I often miss a lot of details because of that. I often glaze over very important things. All my type A friends know they have had to jump in many times when I was explaining something because they know that half that room is realizing, you know, I forgot a date, I forgot a link, I didn't explain, I didn't define, I'm speaking in jargon, etc. So this is me embracing like that and letting a type A, you know, I go over what I usually talk about real quickly on the fly and breaking it down and saying a little too much, making sure I over explain so that I don't leave stones unturned, so that I don't leave too many questions lingering, and so that I help you better understand what I'm inviting you into. Because I don't think there's any question that I'm excited. I offer this a lot, and I've just, I've struggled to really explain what it is. So for all your patience, I thank you immensely. <laughs> all right, so there's four main quests in um, the Find Your Flow Rhythm Reclamation Journey. Four main quests. And originally, being in one month, we would cycle through these over the course of a week. And now we're going to cycle through these three times. And we're going to have different facets of these quests come up with each lunar cycle. And after, you're going to have 12 of them that you can now cycle through on your own as they come up. And you'll know exactly where you are in your own process based on excuse me, based on these, um, these phases that you're feeling um, tension or stuckness or, you know, a little congestion in. So the very first quest is what I'm going to explain to you today. And I'm only going to break this one down. I'll do a few more episodes where I break down the others. And then hopefully this can be, you know, a little bit evergreen because I can't see myself really changing away from these core principles no matter what I do to this program. Um, and if anything ever was to change, you know, these would be redone, but it, no matter when you're listening to this, uh, it's very likely this is the same stuff I believe in and I'm, and I'm working with women through. And uh, so take some notes if you have the ability to and just I know that I've put the word magic in a podcast title and that alone causes people to be like, what the hell? So the fact you even push play on that says a lot about you already. I love you. 
But I want you to just kind of clear your existing agreements that you have about magic, about that word. All right? And I want you to just sit with this with an open mind. I promise this will not waste your time. Okay? (laughs) This is not going to be some like random runoff, um, uh, uh, like like basic witch type stuff. Okay, I, I mean this with all my heart that this very first quest that we take our soul through um, during this program is really the core of what we need to go through in order to begin to return to ourselves and honestly to begin to show the fuck up in our life. It's just ridiculous how many strong incredible women I see holding themselves back on a daily basis because they do not know how powerful they are. I see them shying away. I see them playing small. I see them staying quiet. I see them falling into depressive episodes again and again and again. And hey, mental illness is real. I am overcoming my own thing. So I say this with complete empathy. I will sit in that with you. But man, when I can tell that you are pushing against something that it doesn't need to move. It needs to come down. I'm going to tell you that. And I feel that this quest is a place where we begin to do that very work. It, I just see women who get stuck in this. And that's why this very first set of soul-changing work and principles and practices is my most favorite. Because this is the stuff I have personally skipped over in life. This is the stuff that I always felt was a little too woo-woo. And yes, I consider that a derogatory term. Like People take very real things and they label them woo because they can't explain them or they think they don't mean anything. You guys, I, I feel that the way that things are shifting right now and the awakenings that people are having around this work is real as fuck. I will not say woo and mean it. It will always be um, with quotes around it because I'm just so sick of people dumbing down those who are in the depths of themselves. So this is, this is not that, okay? This is very real. Let's face our stuff and get through it work. And I come right out of the gate with it because it's that important. It's the stuff we're scared of. It's the stuff that hangs us up and it's the shit we've got to fight through first. Okay. It's remembering our magic our actual magic. I often spell magic with a K, okay? I read somewhere that the distinguish, distinguishing factor between magic ending with a C or with a K was that magic with a C was reserved for like a magic trick by a magician pulling a rabbit out of a hat type stuff. But magic with a K was for that soul work, that that actual alchemization, that energy harnessing, that intention setting, that kind of work. So I've often used it just to kind of fly that flag and um, it does feel a little meatier for me. Um, But however you see it, whenever you see that word, however you think of it, I don't want you to be turned off by it. 
I think this is going to be the first gate you've got to take yourself through if this isn't already something you're vibing with. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to convince here because my hope is that if you're, again, like you pushed play on this, like you're already there, but for the sake of it, because there's people who listen, who get curious, and I want you to feel welcome. And I want you to know that you're here for a reason. Your magic is that which you used to step into and harness your own power those practices, okay, that life force channeled, those little rituals, those little things. It's your super secret powers, those actual things that you do that make you come alive. I'm not talking about skills. I'm not talking about talents. I'm not talking about hobbies. I'm just talking about those little things that you do, all right, that make your life rich with wonder. That's your magic. And we lose it in our childhood. I want to tell you a quick story just to give you a little bit of insight because this is very special to me in that I've started to reclaim this part of myself and see it in my daughter and in my friend's children. And so I want to tell you real quick, like we used to have this giant mulberry tree in our neighbor's yard and we'd climb it to the freaking top. I don't know how my mom let me, but we would just sit there where two solid branches forked off and we would legit recline in the tree and just eat the mulberries all day. I would come home with purple feet and purple fingers and a purple mouth. I mean, it was some of the best days of my life. But this tree sprawled. The roots were so exposed. There was no sunlight coming through. It it get muddy in this in the uh, after a rainstorm, and then it would just erode. And so after, gosh, a couple of heavy summers, um, so after we moved in, this area underneath just became like a little bitty like cove of wonder. And we used to pretend that there were fairies back there and like trolls, and it was super cool. Well. There were these huge plants with the, like these elephant ear leaves. I don't even remember what they were called, but we would take them and we would put the berries in them and we would wrap them up into little pouches. And then we would put them in this hole in the trunk as an offering to the fairies. Guys, I don't know who the fuck taught this to me, <laughs> but this is what we did. And I can't even tell you that I would go home and I would go to sleep and I would lay on my bed and I would literally imagine the wonders of nature coming and gathering up what I left them. Like I really believed that that happened because they were real and also because my heart was real to want them to have that because my hope that that would provide happiness and nourishment, who knows, like to these little beings, whatever they were, it was very genuine. It was from the depths of a child's spirit how could that be wrong? You know, I mean, looking back, that was some of the realest shit that I've ever experienced in my whole life. And I can, I can vividly remember this one, but I know I had hundreds of experiences like this running through the woods at my grandma's as a kid, going camping as a kid. I saw, I saw like wonder when the sun would shine through the trees, just like, I really felt like the leaves were winking at me and speaking to me the way that the light would flicker across my arm as I rode my bike through a trail. And the way that the water would reflect the sun and it was like speaking Morse code to my heart. That is the actual magic I'm talking about and it is still alive in us even though now we are so distracted by all the shit that we're doing in life like as adults and as parents and you know as housekeepers and all of that like we are so busy that we forget that this still exists in us. And I really believe that the detachment from that is what is rendering us so stuck and so like withheld in so many ways. 
So this is that's why this is the very first thing. So that magic, when you read this word, I want you to know that's what I'm talking about. Coming back to that sacred place that no one can touch, no one can define, no matter how hard they try, and that you, only you, know. In a world where every answer is at your fingertips, like at a time when like you can Google this and you can like search that and everyone's got the right answer, the definition, the, the, all the opinions to have something that only you know, what kind of like, what kind of magic is that? You know, why would we ever deny ourselves that kind of wonder? So this is what I want to awaken in you. And that's why I say we got to remember that magic because I really believe we all are where we are because we have forgotten it. Even if your life is great, even if everything's perfect, deep down you know you have lost touch with something so real and so pure and so good and so powerful. All right. So how this, how this is you know, becoming part of an entire journey. When we forget that magic, okay, we fall out of rhythm and flow. We fall out of sense with ourselves. We lose track of the way we used to do things. When we used to tell time by where, you know, where the sun was or if my mom was yelling for us to come home for lunch or dinner or snack in between, where we used to just, you know, we knew when school was almost done by, you know, the 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 different sounds outside or the different, you know, the shuffling of papers with our teacher, things like that. Like we used to have such, such a primal connection to every experience. And now we're ruled by the phone and our boss's emails and texts from our families and, you know, like anything else that has to do with work or responsibilities or this due date, you know, or, or that bill. And so we have fallen, we have a new flow, like, you know, like a, a new rhythm and flow, but it's more of a routine. It's more of a system. I'm talking about that, that pulse that exists below all of that, the one you really vibe with, okay? Because there's no, there, or there's, there's no way that what we're all doing right now is what our soul has dreamed of doing. Am I right? So reclaiming our rhythm, therefore, it can only happen when we remember our magic. We can only get back to what is most pure and natural and real for us if we return and remember that which drove that in the first place. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why this is so vital. So now that you know, okay, we got to talk about why we would even oppose something like this. Like why would we even deny ourselves the opportunity to go back to that and revisit that and remember that? First thing, I mean, we care what other people think. We're grown now, right? We're adults. Our kids are the ones with wonder. Our kids are the ones with imagination and play. Not us. We're the parents. Or we're the adults. We're not supposed to act like children. They, we don't have to have children to, to have this rule written by others for us. So we care too much what others think. If we get too carefree, you know, there's names for people like that. We've seen it and we want to avoid being, you know, pushed out like that. We're also afraid to change what we know. When you fall in line and you live by a certain routine and you, you align with certain systems and you do things a certain way, you're a good standing, good upstanding member of your community, of your society, of your church, of your office, whatever. So to change would rock the boat a little bit, right? We don't want to do that. 
We oppose it because it can be painful to revisit our childhood. We can feel shame and grief if it wasn't everything that we hoped it would be. We could have regrets if we've messed up in our life. Going back is often a very scary thing for for valid reasons, guys. I am no stranger to this, so know that I say all of this with a whole lot of empathy. Um, we oppose this also because we've, we've put ourselves into situations where we don't even believe that we should be remembering ourselves. We've been told that that part of ourselves is bad, is wrong, is broken, is sinful. <laughs> and for me personally, um, that's, that's the biggest um, lie of all. Because honestly, those place, that place, that place is, is the direct threat to being controlled. It's the direct threat to those systems that want to keep us in line. So it's a big one for a lot of people. And there are so many other reasons, but you kind of see where I'm going with this. All right. We, it's not that we don't want to be free in this area. It's not that we don't want to know ourselves. It just comes at such a cost after so long after you've established yourself in certain ways, right? I want to get into a little bit more, though, about the risks that we run for staying, okay? Because we oppose the shift for good reason, but we also are living the experience that comes from those choices, okay? So when we decide to stay where we are, when we decide to just keep going every day, living in status quo. I mean, these are just a few of the experiences that I've I've known personally and I've heard from others. But I mean, we stop creating. We lose our creative life force or we create stuff that is safe or that quote unquote should be created. Okay. We're no longer working from our own power, but we're just doing stuff that feels like this is what we're supposed to be doing. Like I'll give you an example real quick. Um, when I was a Christian, I had so many ideas that I could not act on because they were legit blasphemous or or sinful. Like I wanted to talk about astrology. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So I tried to write Bible studies because I loved to write and I loved to study, but that wasn't my real passion. And when I expressed this openly and honestly to friends saying, you guys, this just doesn't, I mean, it feels right, but it doesn't. The words, you know, that came back to me were, well, you got to pray for God to increase the desire because he knows your heart. And also that's Satan just trying to steal your, your, your salvation and like block your progress because he knows you're going to do such big things for the Lord. And also I heard like that's your sanctification to like no longer want to learn about, you know, the cosmos, but to stay focused on the word. But really when I look back and I use my actual brain to think this through, That was me copping out because I didn't want to lose friends and I didn't want to lose standing in my church. I didn't want to lose the people that forgave me when I royally fucked up my life. And so that's, that's an example. So this is what, if I was in my rhythm and my flow, if I was like truly owning who I was, if I remembered the magic inside of me, I, I'd do whatever the heck I wanted And I would not care about the consequences because I knew I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was owning who I was, walking in it proudly, and anyone who wouldn't let me expand like that was just not a good friend anyway, okay? 
So, all right, but we'll get into that in another section. <laughs> Just keep that, keep a pin in that one. Another, another result, okay, of being too afraid to remember your magic, of opposing this return, okay, is that your relationships will begin to suffer because you're not being your true self. You have an ache inside that is going uncared for, un- unnoticed, or at least it's noticed, but it's, it's ignored. Or at least you'll remain in the wrong relationships for the same reason. Like you, you, you're afraid to shake out of them. Um, you're afraid to try something new. You're afraid to like be fully you. So not being yourself will never be a good thing, ever, 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 ever. Um, you'll hesitate to try things, basically like self-sabotage all the time. Like maybe you'll have good ideas, but you're not really on fire for them. And so you never really start or you find reasons not to even try because it's just, you're not wholeheartedly in it. It's not, it's not matching like what your soul is really craving. Another result, another consequence is you'll constantly feel stuck. You have a lot of options before you, but none of those are what you really want to do. Because you're not tapped in. You, you know there's something more. You know there was something missing. You know there's something bigger. And it's not bigger because it's going to bring more money. Or it's not bigger because it's, it's in a big old event. But it's bigger because it, 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 it literally is trying to claw its way out of your soul. <laughs> Nothing else does that to you. That's why you can't ignore it. That's why you can't just sleep on it and forget about it. Okay? Another consequence is you literally like struggle to forgive yourself all day long. Because when you forget who you truly are at the core, when you refuse to remember the magic inside of you, you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. You're constantly comparing yourself to the likes of those around you and what they're doing. Maybe they're living within their vibe, like they're they're on fire and maybe they're not, but you don't know that. You just look at them and you automatically think, know deep in your soul that you're disconnected and you assume because they look like they're doing better they must be connected and it's all it's all messed up like you you fail to let yourself just be your whole self you mean you essentially cut yourself out of shit you decide beforehand i'm not good enough for that i don't belong there that's not my place it's a dangerous spot. It's the chaos. Like living outside of your own rhythm and just trying to scrape by and do what you think you're supposed to do, it only leaves you completely raging inside. You could be totally quiet and you could be like boiling beneath the skin. And there are ways out of that. But again, like we're afraid of this. Like we, we, actively fight this for good reason okay I I know this so I want to I just want to talk a little bit about what it would look like to remember your magic and reclaim that rhythm and flow to get out of that chaos okay what it would look like to get in touch with that little girl or boy inside and just remember who the fuck you are all right you'll start creating again but from the truest place from the depths of yourself You'll need no one else's approval. You'll have peace with your decisions and your creations 
and the things that you decide to birth into this world. You will have immense peace about them. You'll start showing up in your power. Like I said, you need no one's approval. You will ask for no one's permission. <laughs> it's, it's like, and I'm not talking about breaking rules. Like you just set up shop and someone else. Not like, just go with me, okay? Don't come for me and split hairs. Just, you will not sit there and ask you know, people, oh, do you think I can do this? Or do you think I'm good enough for this? You'll just show up and do it because you are in line and you know what you're made for and you know you deserve to take up space. You know what it will feel like to recline into that feeling, to literally rest into it, feel out the space like snow angel in that shit, and then draw inspiration from around you and turn it into something bigger than it than it ever would have been. You have the power to literally change the atmosphere that you are part of. That's what it is to reclaim your rhythm. That's what it is to remember your magic and then put yourself out into the world. You'll start choosing connections that allow you to do that more. So the relationships, you will no longer remain in relationships that do not allow you to expand. Now, if you're in a relationship that it is very hard to break away from, like I'm just going to get technical for a minute because this is a real issue. You will, there's a difference. It doesn't mean you leave the relationships, but maybe you put up good boundaries. You have more conversations. You increase your communication with these people in your life. And you explain very, very, very confidently, okay, and very directly that you're doing this for the sake of your own soul and your own creativity and your own peace. Like, I need to be able to stretch, literally stretch my spirit in such a way and things might look different in these areas of our life. This is communication. I want to keep open about this. And there's all kinds of care that can go into a conversation like that. I'm just giving you an overview of what it's, of what I mean. Like, this doesn't mean you just like leave everybody it just it means that you have hard conversations. And this is something that I struggled with when it was time for me to move into spaces that allowed me to expand. As I was leaving spaces that I knew I could not expand in, I did not do this right. And it's something that I have to reconcile. It's going to take time. I may never get some people back and it's something I have to accept but it is the reason why this work means so much to me and why this message is so important for me to bring up right away because I don't want to see other women waste time lose friends break bonds burn bridges the likes okay so just hear me when I say connecting with people in a way that allows you to expand and releasing relationships that no longer do or at least changing relationships that don't that haven't always allowed you to expand there there are a lot of details and and special cases that go into that so there's there's good work in all of it but it is imperative that you are able to take up the space you're in period um you will begin trying everything that aligns with you no more of this well i want to talk about astrology but i'm going to write a bible study because i'm supposed to be a good christian no no you start experimenting and you start doing what you really want to do because you no longer want to live a lie. You no longer want to live out of integrity with yourself. You start trying things and you're unattached to the outcome because you are just present in your creativity. 
This is giving offerings to the fairy people in the mulberry tree. Who knows what happened to that? A freaking squirrel could have came and ate it. But the next day when it was gone, I believed the, the, the gnomes took it, okay? I believed that with all of my might and my magic increased that day, okay? This happens still. And who's to say that wonder like that is wrong? Remember that. You start to move. You are no longer stuck. And it's not perfection. It's just progress. And it is, it is growth in the sense, and, and you build up momentum. And even if you make a mistake along the way, as long as you are still going forward, okay, this, this is what happens when you reclaim your rhythm, when you remember your magic. You just, you do and you be, it's, it's just different. You also start to forgive yourself and you allow yourself to recover. You allow yourself to be whole and you allow yourself to recover. I have a lot to say about this. I'm not going to get into it now, but just hear this pause <laughs> and receive it as a big hug. If you are someone who has royally fucked up in life and you are now trying so hard to come back and make things right, you can and you should. You deserve to. It's a must that you do. Like it's the move, okay? So don't let anyone tell you that because whatever happened, you are now less than. You no longer deserve to try this or do that or build build your thing or show up. Whatever changes you're going you're going through inside as you remember your magic, as you come back to yourself, you're going to start healing the parts of you that made those decisions and you're going to find love for yourself that will that will overpower any criticism from anybody else and I'm telling you you will fiercely forgive yourself fiercely I'm not talking cocky I'm not talking arrogant I'm not talking that you will lack compassion or remorse you will just fiercely forgive yourself you will look at it's it's like I get to keep trying but I also I must because otherwise it was all in vain like you you have to do better okay and you will. You just, you learn to be okay with yourself. It's on a whole other level. And I have forever to go, but I can tell you from where I was a year ago to where I am now, just this one move, just this one little quest, remembering like my magic inside, it brought me, it brought me up off my ass and got me climbing out of the pit more than I ever have. This is a, this is a visual I've used throughout life. Um, especially when I was a Christian, because um, the pit scriptures just always spoke to me because that's where I always aligned was with the person who was like the very worst in the Bible, like the worst person in the Bible. That was me. I mean, what a freaking life to live where you just felt like you were the worst person ever. I just, I can't anymore. But that's what I, that's what I clung to. And it remains, it's a visual that sticks with me. I just look at it much different now, okay? So as I comment on that, know that that is definitely like an old an old thing, but it's even being made new, all right? That's what your magic can do. So when we look back over all of this, when we know what we have to do and we know why we need to do it, we know the benefits, we know the cost of not doing it, 
And we know like why we would hold both of those options in our hand and why we would oppose it. That's where you now stand at this, at this, this little like edge, you know, and you either get to turn around and run back, back inland, or you get to jump and you get to see what happens on the way down. And I know this is like super cliche, but just hear me when I say it's, it's, it's all of the books of wisdom, all of the speakers, all of the the enlightened ones have always talked about this, that the unknown is just the most powerful ground for growing because it forces you to break away from the shit that you have just ruminated on and just done on repeat on autopilot even that you just sit with over and again and you know it's not going to produce anything you know it only brings you pain you know it only holds you back but yet that's where we stay because that's comfortable like we know what to expect there and we don't do what's possibly the best move ever because it's a little bit scary at the beginning because we don't know but Listen, anxiety person over here, like major control freak, I want to fucking know what's coming next. And the most joy in my life ever has been experienced in this last year when I have taken action and not had a single idea what was going to happen after. It has only helped me to break out even more. Baby steps. But it has been huge. And on the outside, like you might not even know that that's what's going on. But that's the beauty of it. It's what's happening inside. No one else has to see it. Remember, we're not looking for validation from other people. Okay, that, that's, that's old. When you remember your magic and you start working in your own life and you start making decisions that you know are 100% different, like the total 180 of what you used to do, when you start choosing things that you knew otherwise you would never choose, when you start making moves that are scary as hell and seem completely wild compared to what you quote unquote used to do, you know you're stepping back into who you truly are. You have the wherewithal to, to hold these things in your hand and, and know this is safe. This is good. I'm okay with this. This is within my integrity. This allows me to maintain my values. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not hurting myself. Will I look a little stupid? Probably. Will people misunderstand me? Very likely. Am I going to fail? That's, that's the goal. <laughs> because every time you fail, you get to try it the next way. You, you don't really fail unless you fully quit, right? You know it's different. No one else has to approve of it. Nobody else has to even understand it. It's got to be you and you alone. And only you know what it's going to feel like to literally jump off that proverbial cliff, all right, and see how you, how you fly from there. I know, I just, I know what it's like, okay? I know what it's like to not want to remember your own power and to not want to remember what you're capable of because it requires you to make a decision. It requires you to make a decision that could change everything you know to be good and comfortable and true right now, all right? There's a choice. Like you either stay the muted and muzzled version that allows you the comfort of your current experience or you reclaim your fucking wild and you get to see how quickly those comforts dissolve because you've now expanded beyond the version that others told you was acceptable for them. And anyone who is going to no longer want to be near you because you're a more powerful, 
more sure, more confident version of yourself, ask yourself seriously why you're concerned about what they think in the first place. Just just sit with that for a little bit, okay? Remembering your magic. It is the most vital step in all of this. It's the first and because we're going to go over a few pillars of each quest, it's going to be coming up in each part of the journey. So originally, like when we first start, when we first get into everything, remembering your magic is going to look like just going back to the cosmos. Maybe you want to read your birth chart. Maybe you want to look at your human design. Who knows? Like however you want to go back and maybe you want to look at your lineage. Like look where your family's from and what their traditions were what you grew up with, the kooky things your aunt and your grandma did. Dude, our aunts and grandmas, they had all the good stuff. We have missed out if we don't remember what they did to when we were little. Pay attention to that shit. That's, that's the first part. Okay, the second iteration of this, when we're now together for a month and our cycle starts back over with the, new, the next lunar season, we're going to go into some shadow exploration. We're going to remember our magic, but we're going to go back to those little girls and those little boys, and we're going to remember who they were at the core before the world told them who they should be, before anyone told them they were wrong, before anyone told them they were broken because someone ate fruit, and now they have to, now they have to be saved. We're going to remember who they were when they were in their purest form, good and prepared and powerful, okay? And then in our third and final cycle, when we revisit this one last time together, we're going to begin to uncover the rituals that exist in our, in, our, in our life right now. Just natural rituals that we've clung to since we were children. That we, that are literally a part of our DNA, okay? And we're also going to notice the little altars that we've set up in life. Whether it be at work or whether it be in our home or it be in our car or just when we're walking places, those little things that we always have with us mentally or physically, okay, that keep us tethered. Whether we accept that it's tethered to our magic or not, that is exactly what it's doing. It's just time to open up all the windows and let the light shine on the truth of all these things. That this is power that exists in us right the fuck now. And let me tell you a secret. You may have walked away from it for whatever reason. There's no judgment. You may have walked away from it. You may have gotten distracted. It may have been taken from you. But it's still there. It's still waiting for you. I've got a quick story and then I'm going to wrap this up. When I became a Christian, it was a painful time in my life by my own doing. I had messed up my biggest mess up up until you know up at the up till that time i had upset the people closest to me so i literally felt like i had no one and then this big building down the street was ready to accept me with open arms because they knew something i didn't know about a god who forgives everything and i ate that shit up i ate that up i'm like you mean i don't have to apologize to anybody I don't, or I do, but if they don't accept me, I don't have to worry about that because I can just bypass, you know, I can just offload all of this onto a supreme being and then just completely go along like in disembodied joy for the rest of my life. Like I could, I could roll with that for a while. It's, 
it was a dream come true for someone who did not want to do the work. And the position I was in when I made that decision was at a crossroads. I had come to this place where I could go forward, okay, on, and I could, I could own what was going on. I could make amends. I could work it out. I could invest in myself. I could harness those things that came natural to me. And I could see what they could do for me. But the catch was that required me to remain present. That required me to stay focused on healing. That required me to show up for myself. The other road said, all you have to do is say these words, okay, and you're forgiven. And no matter what anyone else thinks about you, you're okay because you've made right with the most important thing. So you don't technically even have to apologize to anybody. You don't have to talk to anybody. I know that not all groups say this, but this is what was told to me. And as wrong as that is, I, I chose that because it was safe. And it took me a long time to realize I was afraid. I was afraid to show up for myself. I was afraid to take care of myself. I was afraid to right my wrongs. I owe a lot of people still. That was more than 10 years ago. And so remembering my magic required me to go there first. I had to go back to that crossroads. And I, I had to choose the other path. Because on the heels of fucking up yet again in my life, I had the option to just rinse, repeat, just to pray some repentance words and just go back to Bible study and pretend like every, and pretend like everything was okay again. And if people didn't forgive me, well, that's okay because the most important person did. And if they weren't on board, well, that was, that was their issue. They had to make right. That's not fair. That's called like completely dissociating from the needs of people closest to me. That's, that's rendering their feelings insignificant. That's diminishing their own grieving and their own pain. That's not the way I wanted to live. That's not what I wanted to do. And so remembering my magic took me back to a place where I got to choose and I got to choose correct. And the path I'm on now, hard as fuck, but it's growing me. It's growing me. I've grown more in this last year than I did the 10 to 12 before. Simply because I've remained present, I have owned all of the parts of myself, the good, the bad, the ugly. I don't shame myself for them. I don't, I don't beat myself up over and over again for them. But I remember that it, it's about the collective. It's not just about me and some supreme being and what they supposedly did for me so that I don't have to feel guilty. I do feel guilty because that's what humans do. And remembering my magic allows me to do that and hold myself. And like I say, I don't get to keep trying to be better. I now must do better. I must do better. Not in anyone's name but my own. I'm doing this because I have to for the people that I love most. So the find your flow is it's that's the name but it this journey this rhythm reclamation was my way of working every single day to stay the course and do what was right for once to do the right thing and it's not too late i don't know who you are i don't know how old you are i don't know what you've done i don't know where you've been but it is not too late 
and that space where all of you exists in its most pure form, where all your magic is, it has been collected and where you drew from as a child and where you dreamt from, you know, and, and what you just wondered from, it's all still there waiting for you. You just have to get back to your crossroads and choose that other path and you will find it. And you'll find like everything's right where you left it. So I just want to invite you because I know this is a lot, but my gut is telling me right now, just please, 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 if any of this has resonated with you, schedule an alignment call with me. I put these into my schedule purposely for this exact reason, because the people in my orbit who actually resonate with what I'm saying are so fucking important to me. I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what you're going through. And I want to help you understand if this is even right for you. Okay. There's no pitch there. There's no obligation to buy anything. It's just us chatting for a bit. So do that. If you are interested in find your flow you can totally go to my website the link is going to be in the bottom and you can read through but know that the next three episodes are going to take you through the next three quests and i'm going to break them down in detail just like i did this one okay so if you have any questions in the meantime you can even just um, send me an email which is always in the show notes as well but if you want to chat face to face i will pour coffee and i will rant with you all night all right i'm going to get to it because um it's dinner time So listen, I am so grateful for the opportunity to even share this with you and um, whatever, just like I said, whatever you're going through, it is not too late and it's all still there and it's just waiting for you to go back and grab it, to just remember the magic that exists in you so that you can begin to take back your entire life. This is rhythm reclamation. This is getting you back on track. You live with, within your zones, within your magic, within your power, okay? On your terms for the, the shit that your soul is screaming about. Nobody else's. Sound good? All right. You guys have a great night. Thanks so much for being here with me. Talk to you soon. The Find Your Flow podcast is a product of the Flow Suite a rhythm coaching brand created by Kristen Cho. If today's episode stirred your soul in any way, feel free to leave a rating, a review, and share this with someone you think could use it too. You could also head over to my website, theflowsuite.space, and complete my free rhythm audit, where in about the span of the average lunch break, I can help you stop working against your flow. It'll also add you to my newsletter, The Loft, which is basically my virtual happy place. It's been a gift to spend today with you guys. Take care.